Welcome to the Calvary Assembly podcast with weekly messages from Calvary Assembly of God Church in Lexington, Nebraska. You can find out more online at lexag.org and on Facebook at Calvary Assembly Lex. Thanks for listening. We're going to open them to Matthew chapter 6. We started a message series last week. We, we paused Ephesians for a couple weeks because I wanted to hit on this. We're doing things Jesus never said. Uh, we talked about last week how Jesus never said you're going to get what you deserve, but instead Jesus said what? It is finished. He did the work for us. And so this week we're going to talk about uh, something that Jesus never said about forgiveness. Uh, real quick, got a little video here to kind of show you what we're doing with this series. Stuff Jesus never said. Yeah. Uh, there's a church in Oklahoma called Life Church that they do series and they give other churches the artwork and things because we don't have the way to make that yet. We're getting there, but we're, we're not that good yet. So appreciate those guys. So there's some things Jesus never said. Jesus never said, you know, follow me on social or never said you only live once, all that good stuff. Um, how many of you guys have someone in your lives, and please don't point, but someone in your life that just really irritates you. Maybe it's a coworker. Maybe it's somebody in your house. I don't know. Uh, maybe it's just someone that lives on your block that drives like a maniac coming down the road every day. Uh, whatever those are, there are people in life that are going to cause friction, right? And we talked last week about how, or two weeks ago, how we have to live in harmony as the, the body of Christ. There might be people in our church that irritate you. They may be standing on the platform right now. I don't know. But they, uh, there are people who, who cause friction. There are people in our lives who say things that they shouldn't say, that do things they shouldn't do. Sometimes people hurt us. And as Christians, we have to what? Forgive. We have to be willing to forgive. And, you know, there are people that put words in Jesus' mouth all the time. And, you know, they say things like, well, Jesus said that, you know, God helps those who help themselves. No, he didn't say that, actually. Well, Jesus said, I don't have to forgive this person because you don't know how bad they hurt me. Jesus actually never said that either. Jesus was willing to forgive the people who hurt him the most. How many of you know on Jesus' last night on earth, one of his very best friends betrayed him? And not just a betrayal like, oh, he said my pants look bad. No, not that kind of betrayal. He literally handed him over to die. And what was one of the last things Jesus said on the cross? Father, forgive them because they don't know what they're doing. So Jesus expects us to act like that. Jesus expects us to forgive people who hurt us. In Matthew chapter 6, starting verse 9, this is, called the, this is what we call the Lord's Prayer. Jesus is teaching his disciples how to pray. And look at what he says, starting in verse 9, Matthew chapter 6. He says, don't be like, and he's talking about the religious leaders who... Uh, Thought their prayers were answered by merely repeating things over and over. Jesus said, don't be like them, for your Father knows exactly what you need before you even ask Him. Then He says, pray this way. Pray like this. This is a model for you to pray. And it says, our Father 
in heaven. May your name be kept holy. May your kingdom come soon. May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today the food we need and forgive us our sins as we what? Forgive those who sin against us. And don't let us yield to temptation, but rescue us from the evil one. And then he says this, kind of a postscript here. He said, here's a model to pray. And one of the things he prays in that model is to what? Forgive those as we've been forgiven. Then he says this, if you forgive those who sin against you, your heavenly Father will forgive you. But if you refuse to forgive others, your Father will not forgive your sins. That's big. That's a big postscript. That's a big and at the end of that, right? Jesus said if we want to live a Christian life, if we want to follow him and be like him, we have to be willing to forgive like he forgives. Some of you are getting ready to leave right now, aren't you? (laughs) You're like, I don't want to hear this anymore. This is tough. And guys, please understand, I know some of us in this room, some of us watching online have been hurt by people incredibly bad. I understand. I may not know exactly where you're at, but I know you've been hurt. I've been hurt. We've been hurt as a family. We've had, we've had those things happen. I understand. And I may not know your exact situation, but I know Jesus does. And Jesus still told us we have to forgive if we want our sins forgiven. So no one is denying that, that we've all been through hurts, but we are saying we all have to learn to get to that point of forgiveness. And forgiveness sometimes is a process, isn't it? All right? So let's look at this in a little more detail. Forgiveness, guys, is integral to being part of God's family. If we want to live in God's family, we have to be willing to forgive because the church family is vitally important to the Lord. God really wants us to live in part of a church family. The church family is vitally important. He wants us to live as a part of this. He wants us to be a part of this thing. Even in the Lord's Prayer, what did Jesus say? Did he say, your Father in heaven? No, he said, our Father in heaven. As a church family. The church family is vitally important. He wants us to be a part of that. It reminds us we're all part of that same family. And we talked about a couple weeks ago in Ephesians, we're supposed to walk together as a church family in this faith life, right? And there's a friction. Guys, there's always going to be friction inside the church family. When you live this close to people and you walk together in the Christian life with people, there's going to be what? Friction, right? People are going to get on your nerves because the church is made up of what? Sinners who are forgiven. We're not there yet. And I know one of the big things people say, well, I don't want to go to church. It's full of hypocrites. It is. (laughs) Because we're all still working on this thing, right? So there are going to be people who say things you don't like. There are going to be people who look at you the wrong way. There are going to be people who forget to say hi to you in the store or at the gym. It happens. But we have to forgive. That friction is relieved by forgiveness. And Paul says repeatedly, if we're going to live together in a church family, we have to be willing to forgive others' faults. We have to be willing to look to others' needs before our own. We have to bear with one another, is what he said in Ephesians. Bear with one another's faults. And the church family is going to sometimes require forgiveness. We're going to have to be willing to forgive others when we're hurt or offended. Because here's the thing, guys. If the church family is divided, it's not effective. We're here not just to come together and have a social club and have dinners and have a nice building. We have all that. 
But no, our job here on earth is to what? Make disciples of those who don't know Jesus yet. And to do that, we have to be united. We have to go forward. Guys, you know what some of the biggest things that cause people to leave churches are? Interpersonal conflict. I've had people that have come in my office and said, Pastor, I can't stand that person anymore. i got to leave. They hurt me. I said, okay, well, let's figure it out. No, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I said, let me call them right now. I'll have them come in, and we'll just sit down, and we'll hash this thing out and be done with it. Oh, no, I can't do that. I may say something wrong. Then maybe you shouldn't talk. Let's just I'm in here anyway. You know? And they wouldn't do it. They left. They said, no, we can't be a part of this. There are people who leave churches because they don't like the carpet. They don't like the chairs. They don't like the pulpit or the lack of a pulpit or they don't like the screen or the songs. People leave for all different kinds of reasons, but the biggest reason is usually interpersonal conflict. So we have to be willing to forgive if we're going to be effective. And the church family is hindered if division is allowed to fester. Guys, if you have a problem with somebody in the church, talk to them. Because if that division stays, what does it do? It grows. Is it ever just two people? No, because somebody's always got to get involved, don't they? Somebody's got to come in, and they're offended for somebody else, and they're offended for the other person. And before long, you have a big issue over something that should be just small. How many of you have ever argued with your spouse over something ridiculous? And then later you look back like, that was the dumbest thing ever. Why were we mad about that, right? Why was I upset about that thing? And that's a lot of times what happens. So we have to be willing to forgive. And here's the big thing, guys. How many of us deserve to have Jesus forgive our sins? Anybody? No. None of us did. He did it out of what? Grace. Jesus came and died in our place so that we could have our sins forgiven. And if I have that kind of forgiveness given to me, I'm expected to show it to other people. That's what Jesus said. If you don't forgive others, God's not going to forgive you because you're not reciprocating. Now, please understand, we'll talk about this in a minute. Forgiving is not always forgetting. If there's someone who's continually hurting you, you don't have to stay in that relationship. Do you have to forgive them? Absolutely. Do you have to keep letting them hurt you? No. There are going to be some people you just say, I love you. I'm going to love you from over here because we just can't be together. Right? We'll talk about it here in a minute. So number two, forgiveness is integral to walking in freedom. (laughs) There was a church that was having a, a baptism service down at the river. Uh, you know, they were out having a service, and this drunk guy stumbles up onto their service. He's like, what is going on here? And so the pastor said, mister, are you ready to find Jesus? And he looks and says, yeah, I sure am. So he brings him down in the water, and he dunks the guy under and pulls him up. Said, did you find Jesus? And he said, well, no. So he dunks him and holds him under a little bit longer. And he comes up and says, now, brother, have you found Jesus? And he said, no, I did not. So he holds him under for about 30 seconds. Brings him up and says, for the grace of God, have you found Jesus yet? He said, no, are you sure this is where he went in? (laughs) So, you know, sometimes people don't meet our needs, right? And guys, if we want to walk in the freedom that Jesus offers, we have to be willing to provide forgiveness. Because here's the deal. Unforgiveness will prevent the freedom and joy that we should have in Christ. If I am carrying around an offense, I cannot walk in the freedom Jesus wants me to walk in because I'm bound by that offense. And you know what? Some of the biggest issues we have is not necessarily that someone hurt me. 
But it's if someone hurts someone I love. It's so easy to pick up someone else's offense and carry that around. And it's funny, ladies are tougher on this than guys are. So a lot of times women, you know, you can forgive if you said something like, but don't say anything about my kids. Or don't say anything about my husband or my boyfriend. Because we are so willing to pick those things up. I love this line from Craig Rochelle. He says, some of us are living in a prison of offense. And forgiveness is the key that opens the door. Jesus said, if we expect to walk in freedom, we have to be willing to forgive. Because what did he say in verse 15? If you don't forgive others, the Lord's not going to forgive yours. Now, does that mean you will not go to heaven if you don't forgive others? I don't know. But I sure wouldn't want to try it. But I do know that if I'm not willing to forgive others, I'm never going to walk in freedom. Because I'm always going to have that thing hanging over my head. I'm always going to have that offense hanging over me. And unforgiveness will hinder healthy relationships. Unforgiveness is going to hinder a healthy relationship. How many of you know you can't have a great marriage if you're holding on to bitterness? How many of you know you can't have great friendships if you're still holding on to bitterness? Because you won't trust. You will not trust others if you're walking around with unforgiveness. I love this line. This is a guy that works, on focus on, works with Focus on the Family. His name is Dave Willis. Holding a grudge doesn't make you strong. It makes you bitter. Forgiveness doesn't make you weak. It sets you free. Some of us need to put that on the dashboard of our car, on our locker, somewhere. Because, guys, if we are walking around holding on to bitterness, we're never going to be free. And we're never going to have great relationships. Because here's the thing. And, and I've been there, guys. I've had people really close to me that hurt me really, really bad. And it took me a long time to work through that because I wouldn't trust others. Because you know what I saw? Every person I saw was someone else who could hurt me like that. I was afraid to get close. Now, if you're here, guys, if you're in a relationship with someone that's physically abusing you, you need to get out. You don't need to stay in that. I'm not saying you have to get a divorce, but I'm saying you need to, to get somewhere safe and work this thing out. But if you're living with someone and they hurt you all the time, you need to talk through that, right? Because you can't keep walking around holding on to that thing. You need to get it fixed. And again, there are going to be people in our lives, maybe they're friends of ours, maybe they're coworkers, and you say, you know, every time we start to get close, I get hurt. So I think we need to put a pause on this. I've had people I've been friends with for years, and for some reason we just can't, be together because somebody gets hurt. And we say, you know what? I love you, but I'm going to have to love you at a distance. I forgive you. I'm not mad. But we just can't be friends. Because I say something dumb or you say something and we just get frustrated with each other. So let's just be friends from a distance. We still follow each other on Facebook and all that stuff, you know, and comment, like, and share, all that good stuff. But it's just it's those things happen. So we unforgiveness will help hinder our healthy relationships. And then lastly, unforgiveness will cause our love of others to grow cold. So how many know this? Hurt people do what? They hurt other people. And if I'm carrying around bitterness, I'm never going to allow myself to be close to people. So how do we fix it? How do we fix this unforgiveness or this bitterness? We need to talk about it. Go to that person that's hurt you and say, hey, look, this is going on. This really hurt me, and I want to get this fixed. I don't want to carry this junk around any longer. 
sometimes you can't do it in person. You have to write them a letter. That's okay. Sometimes you write a letter and just hold on to it for a while because you feel better just writing the letter. And maybe you give it to them at the right time. But we need to find people that have hurt us and go to them and say, hey, look, you may not even know you did this, but I just want you to know that I've forgiven you, and I hope you can forgive me. And I've told you this story before. I had a, a person in leadership who really hurt me. They stabbed me, not physically stabbed me in the back. That would have hurt. But figuratively stabbed me in the back, you know, said things about me that weren't true to leadership and all those things. And so I had, I had forgiven them. And so I was telling a friend of mine who's a pastor, I said, hey, I'm going to, I've forgiven this person. And he said, well, you need to ask their forgiveness. I was like, what are you talking about? They hurt me. They know they were in the wrong. I said, yeah, but you're holding on to it. And that's a sin too. And so I wrote that personal letter and said, hey, I don't know if you know this, but I was really hurt by your actions. But I want you to know that I forgive you and I ask you to forgive me. And I actually never heard back. But I felt a whole lot better sending that to him. Because I knew I had done my part. Right? So I know some of you are here and you're walking around with hurts caused by family members, maybe by your spouse, maybe by a previous spouse. And you realize that you're not able to have healthy relationships. It could be because you're still holding on to this thing. And Jesus says we have to be willing to forgive. We have to be willing to let go. You may say, well, that person's not around anymore. They moved away or maybe they died. You can still write a letter. Write it down. But we have to learn to forgive those things. And you know, guys, a lot of times we start believing, we carry those things around, we start believing, no one else can ever understand how hurt I am. Well, I guarantee there's one person who does. And Jesus is the one you can talk to at any time. And you can tell them that. Lord, this person really hurt me. Help me to walk through this. Help me to forgive this. And last, forgiveness is integral to growing in our faith. If we can't love and forgive people, we can't have a strong relationship with God. That's just the way it is. Jesus even tells an entire parable about this. It's, in, it's found in Matthew 18. But he tells a story about this guy who had a huge debt. And he went to the guy that he owed it to. He said, guys, there is no way I'm ever going to be able to pay this back. And the guy was getting ready to throw him in prison. And he begged and said, please forgive this debt. So the man did. He forgave the entire debt. Millions and millions of dollars worth of debt. He forgave it. So then this guy turns around and goes to a guy that owes him a couple hundred dollars, and he won't forgive that debt. And he throws the guy in prison until he can pay all of his debt back. Because back then, you know, you could throw him in prison and take your stuff. And so the landowner heard about it. And this is what Jesus tells through this parable in Matthew 18, 32. The king called in the man he'd forgiven and said, You evil servant, I forgave you that tremendous debt because you pleaded with me. Shouldn't you have had mercy on your fellow servant just as I had mercy on you? And the angry king sent the man to prison to be tortured until he paid his entire debt. Listen to this. That's what my heavenly father will do to you if you refuse to forgive your brothers or sisters from your heart. Guys, here's the thing, guys. That unforgiveness that we carry around is going to hinder our relationship with God. Because we're not going to trust him. We're not going to let him in. And we're carrying this bitterness around. And he says, you can't do that. You can't carry this stuff with you all the time. You have to forgive. It's going to hinder our faith. And if we can't forgive people, we can't appreciate the forgiveness we've received. Andy Stanley said this, In the shadow of my hurt, forgiveness feels like a decision to reward my enemy. But in the shadow of the cross, forgiveness is merely a gift from one undeserving soul to another. I know, guys, sometimes we're carrying around stuff that it's just hard. 
man, we've been hurt by people and we feel like if I forgive them, I'm letting them off the hook. No, what we're doing is letting ourselves off the hook. We're not necessarily saying they're right. We're not saying they're okay for what they've done. But we're just saying, I'm not going to carry this stuff around anymore. And here's the thing. That person that hurt you, if you're carrying that hurt around, you know what you're doing? You're still giving them power over your life. They're still controlling you. You have to be willing to let that go. You have to be willing to say, hey, I'm not going to carry that around anymore. I let you off the hook. We're done. Because I want to walk in freedom. And how many of you know that's way better than walking in bitterness? Colossians 3.13, Paul says, Make allowances for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. That's pretty plain. None of us are perfect. We have to be willing to do that. And if we withhold that forgiveness, it keeps us from recognizing the forgiveness we've received. And last, if we forgive others, it'll help us walk in a closer relationship with God. Jesus even tells us in Matthew chapter 5, in verse 23, he says, If you're presenting a sacrifice in the altar at the temple, and suddenly you remember that someone has something against you, leave your sacrifice there at the altar. Go and be reconciled to that person. Then come and offer your sacrifice to God. What's he saying? If I'm trying to come and pray and, and spend time with God, and I'm carrying around this hurt, he says, you can't get in there. You can't do it. Because how many of you know you get in time, and you're praying, you're listening to God, and all of a sudden what happens? That memory pops back in. Oh, yeah, I'm still mad at that person. And we have fights with them in our head. Ooh, I should have said this. I'm one of those, like, I'll have, I'll be talking with someone, and then I was like, oh, I should have said that. That would have been perfect. Oh, that would have really crushed them. What? You have to forgive. You have to be willing to forgive. And walking in forgiveness and grace, it opens us up to healing. And it's integral to our relationship with God. And guys, I can tell you firsthand, I had someone in my family who really hurt me, like physically hurt me as a kid. And I carried that stuff around for years, and I, didn't, I carried it so long, I didn't even recognize it was there. And actually, a counselor I was talking to, I was going through a personality test I'd done, and he said, you know, hey, you have a, you have a problem with this person. I was like, how'd you get that off that? He said, it's obvious. So I went and talked to Amy. She said, yeah, it's obvious. And so I was like, wow, Really? And so I had, to, I had to let that go. And it, it had been a long time. But guys, I can tell you, when I forgave that person, not only did our relationship get better, me and that person, but my relationship with everybody else got better. Because I was willing to trust again. I was willing to open myself up and allow other people in. And it fixed a lot of stuff in my life. And I had carried it so long, I didn't even recognize it. So what I ask you to do is, is we're going to pray. I'm going to have the worship team come up. And I'm just going to ask you, say, on your own, Lord, would you just show me if I'm carrying around a hurt? Lord, would you show me if I'm carrying around bitterness? So would you stand if you're able this morning? I'm just going to invite you to pray with me. Now, am I saying this is easy? Absolutely not. Is it instant? Not always. Sometimes it's a process. Sometimes it's going to take a phone call. It's going to take a letter, a text message. Sometimes it's going to take praying through it for a while before you even go to that person. And again, I'm not saying if that person hurts you constantly, you don't have to keep in a relationship with them. But you need to make things right. So, Lord, I'm just asking this morning 
that you would help us to see any unforgiveness in our lives. Lord, we thank you for the forgiveness that you offer us. And, and you said if we're going to walk in that forgiveness, we have to be willing to forgive those who've hurt us. So Lord, I pray this morning you would open up our hearts. And Lord, would you show us anger or bitterness or unforgiveness that we've been carrying around for a long time? Lord, would you help us to walk in the freedom that you provided for us that comes through forgiveness? See, so you never said, you don't have to forgive that person. You said, we're supposed to forgive everyone who offends us. So it would help us to do that, to live those unoffendable lives.